Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Bomber Brothers Podcast with Ryan and Sean Chichester. Swung on and driven to deep left. For the line, she is gone. Aaron Judge, line run right down the line. Swung on and line to right center field. It is a base hit. Grounding third, scoring kind of from left off. And the Yankees win the ball game with two in the bottom of the ninth. Hit in the air to left center. It is high. It is far. It is gone. It's a grand slam. Oh, a Stantonian home run. Talking all things Yankees baseball. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Bomber Brothers podcast. Sean and Ryan are here. We are brought to you by WFAN and Odyssey. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe for new episodes after every Yankee series. And for the first time in what feels like forever, that series we are talking about now is a series win, Sean, and a big one. The Yankees take two in a row from the Mets to split the overall subway series. It was um, an exciting win last night, a lot of tension as well. The Yankees had to overcome some terrible fundies, but in the end heading into a series where we're honestly heading into a three game stretch where all the talk was about the Yankees facing Alec Manoa, Max Scherzer and Jacob deGrom over a three game stretch in which they were coming in, having lost uh, three in a row, I believe it was. And, People were figuring out when the hell this skid was going to end. The Yankees win all three of those games. Of course, the latter one wound up not being DeGrom. It was Taiwan Walker, but the Yankees win nonetheless. And now have a three-game winning streak heading into their West Coast trip. That's, yeah. I mean, we, you know, on our preview with Ibby, we were very much just joking about how this was going to be. And even when Walker was announced, I was not. You know, saying, oh, great. Now this is a very, you know, because Walker's a quality pitcher. Um, but, you know, I think that the biggest thing the last three games and, and in this series um, is that Judge came back to life a little bit after his only slump of the season. And I think a lot of that has been enabled by Benintendi uh, starting to get his hits now. I mean, Benintendi had a really good series against, uh, you know, against the Mets here. He had two hits in each game. And uh, when you have guys on base in front of Judge, you can't just you know throw up the arm and, and and walk him, and and that was that was huge in my opinion. And then Judge, you know, I, I thought it was funny Monday night, first at bat against Scherzer, Judge looks like he looked like the last time he faced Scherzer, just so uncomfortable. And I was like, man, this guy just owns him. Next at bat, he gets a home run, and that's that's how baseball is. It's crazy, but. I mean, to win three games in a row, four to two, that's pretty crazy, and and not. 
not having the offensive explosion you've been waiting for where it's like they're over this hump, but they've gotten it done and they judge has started to leave the yard again. Benintendi hit a home run on Sunday, as we talked about last episode, but, um, you know, I, I saw some really encouraging signs. Um, and now you get Stanton back and you start to think, well, judge is hitting, you're going to get Stanton back. You got Cabrera who's starting to look pretty good. You know, maybe they've turned this around here. Yeah. Yeah. The, the move hasn't been officially announced yet, but Floreal was sent back down last night after the game. So, you know, Stanton is uh Stanton's return is imminent. He took some live BP off of Severino yesterday following a very brief rehab assignment, which was a bummer for us that the Patriots were on the road during that time. Cause that would have, that would have been a lot of fun, but but it's um it's certainly feels a lot more encouraging in Yankee land than it did when we uh, previewed this series a, a couple days ago, even after what was an exciting win against Toronto in the in the series finale, because it just looked like the pitching matchups were just completely slanted in, in the Mets favor. And the Mets have just been the better team of late. And the Yankees were able to claw out, like you said, three straight four to two wins. As James Smythe of Yes Network noted, that's the first time ever in Yankee history that the Yankees won three straight games by a score of four to two. So that's pretty funny. But yeah, I think Benintendi has absolutely been the catalyst for um, the Yankees looking looking improved. He has uh, been a steady on-base presence at the top of the lineup, and he's um, just looking much better, looking much better as a, a Yankee. And I think... I, maybe it was um, I can't I can't remember if we talked about it or I was talking about it at work, but it was David Cohn who mentioned on, on the Yes broadcast a few games ago that when Benintendi got here, he was kind of trying to rework his his swing for Yankee Stadium, and which makes sense if you're a, a lefty in Yankee Stadium, you want to take advantage of that short porch, so maybe you tweak your swing a little bit, and maybe this is Benintendi just getting into a groove with that new swing. Maybe it's just him adjusting to being adjusted to his new surroundings and just getting more comfortable, not pressing as much, not trying to make such an immediate impact after coming over at the deadline. But, but he's been huge to be, like I said, a consistent presence on base and, and to have someone out there for judge who has now homered in, in back-to-back games after, um, after what was a nine game drought where he hadn't gone deep. He was in a little bit of a slump and uh, and and now he's uh, now he's up to 10, 10 home runs against the Mets in twenty one career games. So he's a uh, he's got a little bit of an ownership of, of the Subway Series, which is fun. Yeah, I mean the you know the reemergence of Judge is I think the headline uh, coming out of this series. You know he was two for four on um, on Monday night, two for four last night, and you know the single he hit last night, the RBI single that that was as big as, as anything else, because, um, you, you know, the, the Mets had kind of come back into the game and you're able to, to distance yourselves again, uh, give a little bit of breathing room there. And, and, you know, that was, that was massive. And, you know, I'll, I'll say too, uh, Cabrera had a big walk, obviously with the bases loaded, had a single that started a rally. He's been a nice spark plug for the team as well. His his defense has been incredible, notwithstanding on the pop-up where him and Marwin collided, but you got him playing all over the place. So he probably, you know, but he does the the Jeter jump throw. He does, he throws a guy out at the plate in right field, you know, turning crazy double plays. It's been really fun, fun to watch him. And 
I know I disagree with Boone a lot, but I really agree with what Boone said in his press conference after Monday night's game. He doesn't look at the plate like we've seen a Josh Donaldson or a Glaber Torres look where they're just getting blown away. He looks like he's like just off by like a hair and I could see him exploding and and doing really well. I mean, with with Stanton coming back, you're going to clog up the DH hole. So you're probably going to have one of Torres or um, or LeMahieu at second. Um, and then obviously Donaldson or LeMahieu at third, I, I'd give Cabrera a look over IKF an extended look. Cause I, I think he looks like he's got a lot of potential with that swing and with his defensive prowess. hundred percent. It's, it was funny. We, uh, at the game last night, you know, they always do the, here are the defensive plays of the week from the previous series. And I, and Cabrera had three of them and they all came from different positions. It was when he robbed the home run. Uh, on Friday night against Toronto, then the jump throw, like you said, then the running catch in, uh, onto the tarp when he was playing third. So he's always uh, he's he's played three different positions already, and he's looked phenomenal in each of them. And what a huge play last night from right field, gunning gunning the runner down at at home plate to keep it a, a two one lead for for Frankie Montas, who looked who looked much much better uh, in terms of. In terms of his uh, overall stat line, he definitely had to grind for a lot of that and escape a lot of trouble. But, but back to back to Cabrera, yeah, I absolutely agree. I, I think I think we have made it clear talking on this on this pod that we uh, are kind of done with with the IKF experiment. I'd much rather see Cabrera at short than than IKF. He's he just continues to struggle. Another another O for last night, down to a six thirty two OPS. So it's not been a, a great offensive season at all for IKF. So why not why not give the uh, the youngster a, a continued look and, and maybe an interesting um, maybe an interesting decision come playoff time if it comes between um, you know him or, or Marwin Gonzalez on on the bench as your Swiss Army knife of sorts, even though. I'm sure they'll take a lot of stock into Gonzalez's previous playoff experience. But he's not Marwin stinks right now. Yeah, no, he's, he's, mean, he's not playing well. Yeah, he's he's been horrible. He was what, 0 for two? The the he hasn't had a hit since what the since last the Yankees was? were since the Yankees were last good before this no, against the stretch. against the Pirates before they went to that first series against the Red Sox. <laughs> that that's crazy. Um, yeah, he's he's been terrible. And I I would bump him off the roster today and bring up uh they're not gonna do it, it sounds like, but bring up Peraza and then you could have Cabrera as your Swiss Army knife playing all over, Peraza as your shortstop, but they're not gonna do that. But um I I thought another encouraging thing, game one, Domingo Herman looked really good. Uh he yeah th- last night. Game two, the Mets kind of got babbipped to death. It felt like the Yankees' defensive positioning really saved them. They had, obviously, the run thrown out at the plate. They kind of gave one back with Glaber just making the one of the stupidest plays I've ever seen. And uh, But Domingo looked really, really good pitching into the seventh inning on Monday night, uh, only giving up four hits, no walks. And obviously, you know, he gives up the home run after the dropped pop-up. That happens. Um, but but great great start by him. Great to have Marnaccio back and and dealing. Pitched an inning and a third, will only give up one walk. And then Loizaga an inning and a third as well, and he looked really good. So maybe we're starting to figure out some bullpen pieces here. Maybe Domingo is showing, hey, I can be counted on until Severino comes back. And at this point, 
I don't know if it's Tyone or 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 Domingo that would get the bump from the rotation, but we'll see. And then, like you said, Montas last night pitched much better. Um, and then, you know, Schmidt, I don't really think you should have a leash that long in the ninth inning, but they worked Man, out. They- <laughs> Man, I yeah, as as soon as they got up to who, who was um who was it? Um as soon as they got to Nemo. And he's not coming out. You're thinking, what the heck? Because even if he doesn't get Nemo, with Peralta's changeup against the righty Marte, it's not the worst matchup in the world. But, phew, um, I'm glad that worked out. Yeah, I just kept looking over the bullpen like, well, wait a second. Like, Wandy sat back down. Now he's back up. Now he sat back down. I mean, at least three different times that happened. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Well, Kay said on the broadcast, Peralta's probably thinking, what am I even doing here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bringing, bringing me in now. And I don't know. You're, you're at the game, so you probably can't see it. But I think what happened was um, Schmidt lost all control of his his breaking his slider and his curveball and yeah so he couldn't put anybody away he yeah had, uh, exactly he was getting ahead and he couldn't put anybody away and at some point you have to recognize that as the manager and move on but worked out there were 14 two out two strike pitches in that inning it was uh the inning that wouldn't end caused me to miss a train and get home way later than i would have wanted to but it was uh it was a very exciting game like you said we had we had an exciting play at the plate. We got to see some uh, redemption from Montas and what was his first good Yankee start. He had to um, overcome some things. He really should have only given up one run. But, I mean, Glaber Torres with one of the uh, worst fundy fails I've I've ever seen. And, and, and you know, we shouldn't uh, put it all on Glaber. What the hell is IKF doing shadowing Glaber there, like right behind him. Go cover, go cover second base. But I mean, Torres, uh, you you have to you have to prioritize the tying run. Just like th- go like throw home on that play. It was that was very bizarre. Watching it unfold in person was wild. And uh, yeah, Glaber just looked foolish. I, I tweeted out the screenshot. It, like the the difference in distance between Glaber and. Uh, who who was it that got who that got the hit? McNeil. Was, yeah, Mc, McNeil got the hit, and then Alonzo, yeah. who was yeah, being Alonzo, waved home. Yeah, but Glaber's so far away from second compared to where McNeil is, and IKF is covering him like a cornerback on a wide receiver. Like, what are you doing? It, the balls you learn this in little league where to go <laughs> on a on a ball. In, but anyway, and IKF is like pointing, like throw home. Maybe that's why he's there because Glaber's too dumb to figure it out himself. He's supposed to be Glaber yeah, just didn't listen. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, it, it it worked out. So whatever. But I mean, that's that's the kind of stuff. Like you see that, and after the way they've been playing, you're like, oh shoot, was that like the moment? Like this little mini winning streak kind of ends, but the Yankees bounced back from that, and you know, the you know Benintendi gets the big hit. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, they they get a walk with the bases loaded. Judge gets a big hit and and go home happy. Well, you go home happy anyway. I was already home. Yeah, no, I def- definitely did. It was an exciting game to be at. It it had a lot. It had a uh, some. It had a ton of jams that were escaped. Like you said, the Mets definitely had some bad Babbitt luck. I mean, all the way up to the final out. Lindor Lindor roped one uh, for for the final out. I mean, how many hard hit balls were hit? Almost right at or just a few steps from Cabrera in, in right field. Um, but we got I got to see a, a judge moonshot 453 feet. That was an absolute bomb. 
uh, and out at the plate to cut off what would be the tying run. Huge ninth inning drama. Um, it was, yeah, it was very, very fun game. Very fun series. Definitely kudos to Domingo Herman. Like you mentioned, he's got a two, eight, four ERA over his last six starts, which covers all of his starts since his, uh, first outing of the season, which came against the Astros. So talk about getting thrown into the fire there, but uh, since then he's every start except one has been less than three runs allowed. So that's certainly an encouraging sign as we await Severino who threw live B to who threw live BP to Stanton yesterday. And speaking of Stanton, he's now on the way back. So not only are the Yankees uh, looking better in these last few games, but there also should be getting some, some reinforcements as well, but most importantly, they, they need reinforcements in the bullpen. I mean, it, it was so clear last night that they just don't know how to deploy a closer when, you know, Luizga was used the night before, who, by the way, last night was the 11th different Yankee to re- record a save this season. That is a team record. And so it was Wandy recording just his second save of the season last night. But yeah, it is definitely clear, especially come playoff time, that that the Yankees need to get healthy in the bullpen. And once some of those arms get healthy, like Holmes, they need to also get right. Yeah, they need to start figuring out. And it's easy to do when you're winning what they have. And hopefully this road trip allows them because, you know, today's an off day. You can reset. Um, Obviously, you won't see Schmidt for a while, but Wandy only threw to one batter last night. Everybody else is going to have at least two days rest. So now you can start kind of going through your evaluation process, hopefully after, uh, you know, taking care of business in the early innings against two of the four worst teams in baseball so that they really should move into checking that out. And hey, might get another helper back. Zach Britton started to throw, um, which is which is huge. So, yeah, he's starting a rehab assignment. Sorry, that's what I mean. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that. That is that is definitely encouraging. I know he has gone through a lot of injuries since the start of last season, but I think it's also important to remember that before that he was a great free agent signing and one of the Yankees' most valuable valuable relievers. I think I think that's gotten lost recently because of the injuries last year and because of the limited time he was on the mound last year. One of those was giving up the walk off in the Field of Dreams game. So I think everyone's kind of kind of soured on him pretty quickly, but Britain's a guy when he was right, was one of the most reliable arms for the, for the Yankees in the bullpen since coming over in in 2018. Oh, 2019 in the postseason got some huge outs, you know, great job out of the bullpen in game five against the Astros that year. And then 2020 with the shortened playoffs, him and Chapman were the only two guys Boone trusted and there everybody else was really having trouble. And and he pitched a lot of big innings in, in the 2020 postseason. So, um, you know, getting him back, he'll be fresh, obviously, coming off the surgery. So we'll see what what he can bring to the table. All right. So looking ahead now, we've got a West Coast trip coming up, like you said, two of the four worst teams in baseball. Oh, in the American League, excuse me. In the American League, yeah. Um, No, I forgot that the Pirates exist. Um, But, yes, going to two of the four worst teams in the American League, starting with um, a, a very the, bad one. The worst, in, yeah. Yeah, in in Oakland. So this is four games on the road against the A's. I, in my opinion, can't accept anything less than taking three of four. Have to have to capitalize on on these uh 
on these three games and take advantage of these next two series to build yourself a much more comfortable lead before you take on the race six times in the next uh, week after that. So this is a time to get some more separation again and, and some bigger, bigger breathing room. It starts right here with the A's not much to break down in terms of pitching matchups, just because none of them have even been announced yet. Um, but nothing else really to say aside the, from the fact that the A's are a disaster, like everybody thought they would be before the season, given, given the uh, fire sale they had. They're 45 and 79, nipping at the heels of the Astros in first place at 34 games back. And uh, and this is, yeah, nothing nothing less than, th- than three or four. Yeah, I mean, they're the worst team in the American League. And the Yankees are getting Giancarlo back. So except for your bullpen, pretty much is as close to full strength as you're going to get until the Carpenter comes back. So no excuses. Let's, let's let's win three out of four at least. This is, you know, this is when things started to really go south, right? We, we knew the Yankees right before the All-Star break started playing down to their competition with, you know, they lost to that series to the Reds and we were like, oh, and then they took they they beat up the Red Sox. But then all of a sudden they started to struggle, you know, pretty mightily. So this is an opportunity now to get back on track, beat the teams you're supposed to beat. You're going to be facing pitching that's not as dominant as what you've just faced the last three games. Carry the carry the momentum now and start to, to build up some leads on some teams. Give the bullpen a chance to kind of settle in, figure out who's who down there. It's a lot easier to test guys out when you're winning a game seven to two, seven to one. So let let's figure that out and and you know really look for for judge to to stay hot with Rizzo and Stanton coming up behind him and um you know maybe Ben Intendi in front i don't i don't mind lemayhu down in the order a little bit um i think he's not moving as well on that toe and and lemayhu's hot so i i don't mind if they if they leave ben intendi i'm sorry and ben intendi's hot i don't mind if they leave ben intendi at the, at the top of the order but either way you want to see them take uh take 3 out of 4 here against Oakland. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I like, uh, I like Benintendi at, at the top of the order right now, especially with the way he's hitting, keep him consistently on, on base for, for judge who has also seemed to have uh, woken up a little bit, hopefully getting Stanton in there as well, makes that an even more formidable lineup. But this is um, yeah, this series is either going to be the continuation of some, Good, good vibes returning to the Yankees and taking care of business against a bad team, or it's going to be a, another source of great frustration. And this three-game winning streak was just a flash in the pan of what otherwise has been a, a tailspin of, of a month of August. So hopefully it's it's the former. Um, but I, yeah, I'm excited, games. man. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. You got four games against Oakland, three against the Angels, who you know have played terribly since the first month and a half. Yeah, they got absolutely obliterated by the Rays last night, so they were of no help. Yeah, thanks for nothing. Well, the hopefully the Yankees obliterate them. Then they go to Tampa, which is a tough series. Can you imagine though if they have a good road trip? Like, let's say they take three out of four, two out of three, two out of three. That's a big if, right? Now all of a sudden we come home and play play the Twins. We're back, baby. Like we yeah. are back. So it, to me, this is a big this the the next two series to me are a huge could be a huge turning point in the season. And, you know, we'll see how far back that pendulum swings now that they've uh, kind of reestablished themselves. They're, they're not panicking now. We, you know, you could see in the dugout last night on TV that they're starting to have a little bit of fun again. 
and uh we'll you know hopefully we're gonna go out to oakland and take care of a, a you know a bad a's team here that really isn't playing for anything yeah so who who will have the most fun out in oakland who will win the bill i think we both had some pretty good candidates for the the belt last week i think i had montas and you had benintendi right yeah i was i was ready to give myself the w on that but then i mean judge also had two hits in each game as did benintendi including two home runs so yeah i, I got i got to give it to judge for the you know him coming back to life so i, I would give it to judge but yeah we we did pretty good um we did we did pretty good with our with our picks uh going out to oakland though I'm I'm gonna go off the board a little bit, and I'm I'm gonna say we see um, we see Trevino put up a little bit here. I think he's gonna get you know th- play three out of four games. Uh, he's just got that magic work, and even he pinch hits last night, and he hits a pop up that falls in for a hit somehow. Alonzo doesn't touch it, so you can't give him an error, which is a silly rule. Um, but yeah, that was weird too. The ball came back. It was. A lot of yeah. funky English. I'm going to take Trevino for no no other reason than he's got the good juju working. All right, I like it. Yeah, it's a, the stadium erupted when he when he pinch hit last night. So that shows you how uh, how much how more much more exciting he is behind the plate than Higgy, who has who has been pretty pretty dreadful this year. But I actually thought, sorry to cut in, I thought during the game when when Montas was pitching really well. This was his first time, I think, throwing a Higgy, if I'm not mistaken. I was like, oh, shit, here we go again. I, yeah, I, don't I think it. so. Yeah. But but not to mention Higgy had a catcher's interference and then just dropped like four balls that were borderline strikes, and he just kind of dropped them. It was a very, very bizarre, very bizarre game from Higgy. Um, all right, for my built, I am going to go with – Let's go. I'll, I'll go with Donaldson. Let's get Donaldson going against his his former team. We are just still waiting for him to have some kind of flash of his former self. I mean, it hap- it's happened in in spurts, like when he was having that very very brief power surge that bled into the Fenway series. I think when he had that home run over the monster, uh, the so grand slam the first game. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. So let's 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 get Donaldson going. I'd love to see that man because. You know, we keep coming back to this. Stan comes back, that's great. But you still need either Donaldson or Torres to start hitting. You need one of those good because that's a guy you should be able to rely on for, you know, a decent amount of production. And, and they haven't given it to you, especially since the All Star break. Glaber's been terrible. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, and he's been a little better of late. I think over his last seven games, he's had a OPS of around seven fifty, which again is is definitely nitpicking but considering how dreadful he was before that at least it looks like it's getting a, a little better but we'll we'll see if we'll see if he can turn that into something more out west and now the us and the yankees the rest of the fan base can enjoy an off day knowing that the yankees have won three in a row that's it's officially the, uh, a streak yeah We're going streaking baby Back on back on a winning streak after some very, very troubling times in, in the Bronx for the rest of the month before that. So hope everybody enjoys the off day and then the West Coast trip. We'll be back Sunday to talk about the four game series against the A's and uh, enjoy your weekend until then. Let's go, Yanks.